Well, greetings, saints of God. We bless you this Sunday morning, March the 6th, 2022. Welcome to Triple C Podcast. Let's open with a word of prayer. Master, we thank you for another opportunity to record your readings, your scripture, and your word. Father, it is our prayer that every and anybody that can download and be aware of this Triple C Podcast, dear God, that they receive a blessing from it in the name of Jesus. Bless the words of my mouth and may the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord, my strength, and my redeemer. Bless all the readers, listeners, hearers, and downloaders of this word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, this Sunday morning, literally, we greet you in divine love and we want to prayerfully be a blessing. It is always the desire to be a help and not a hindrance to people in the name of Jesus. So we want to look at 1 Peter this morning. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 17 through 23. And then I'll give you the title of this Sunday's podcast. I'll be reading from the King James Version of the Bible. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 17 through 23. And the word of God reads, And if ye call on the Father, who without respect of persons judgeth according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit unto unfeigned love of their brethren. See that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. Last verse, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. May God bless us all, the readers, hearers, and doers of his word. This Sunday's podcast is a reminder to us believers, and this one's titled Blood Born. Blood born every long week, every now and then we need to understand in the midst of all the stuff that we have to endure as the Lord lay on your heart. I like to I like to say it's hot off the wire oftentimes. Why? Because what I find is, is that if we're not careful, the societal pressures of life will bombard you and you will find yourself getting caught up as what we would call the rat race. In the rat race, you will find yourself stressed out, traumatized, angry, mad, up and down, in and out. You name of every adjective, negative you can think of. If you just keep pushing and keep grinding, as I like to say, and don't stop and think about who you are and whose you are, you are susceptible to the internal breakdown inside your mind, inside your body, to the point where God has to shut you down, to shut you up, to slow you down, to rebuild you and refurbish you. So I hope that this Sunday's podcast that won't be very long prayerfully, that it will bless you as a reminder for those that doesn't attend the physical church, 
those that don't go every Sunday, those who are still practicing social distancing, those of you that are, God bless you, cover your mouth, amen, social distance, the pandemic is not over, though the world says we're in an endemic, I believe we're on the verge of getting there, but we don't know just yet, but you'd make your own choice, for the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. If you choose to travel and go and be everywhere at all times, but yet when you're called upon to do your duty and then you freak out, we're praying for you in the name of the Lord. So God's got a word for everybody. So let's go and look at the scriptures. God, he's enlightening. And what's so awesome about God is that it's the inspiration. Like I tell you about the breath of God, the ruach, the breath of God. If you're listening, amen, and you're hearing and you want to get to know God and you know that you're human, you know that you're frail, that you know that you are finite, meaning that you're limited. There's only so many things you can do. There's only so much you can retain. There's, there's only so much you can tolerate from jokers that's in your life. You have to do as Jesus did. He did what? He stole away so that God could replenish him. Here's the thing. Unfortunately, some of us, and you've heard me say this, and I do this. I try my best. I'm grinding every day. I'll keep pushing and keep going and keep pushing and keep going. And I know there's many of you. And oftentimes, I wonder why many of you are pushing and grinding. So you don't get it twisted. I'm not pushing and grinding to get a title. I'm not pushing and grinding to be successful in the way that man can look at me and say, oh, look at sharp. I'm not pushing and grinding in that way. I'm pushing and grinding that God will get the glory that I can enjoy my day for the balance of my days. I understand that I've got less days ahead of me than I got behind me. I'm okay with that. And like I've said through the past, I'm not afraid to die. Amen. I'm not trying to get out of here any earlier. I want to see Isaiah grow up and be, become a grown man and have children. All of those things. Yes, amen. But I just got to understand, I don't know the final destiny in the day when my body and my soul shall be required. But until that time, I'm going to keep grinding and keep pushing. So you should preach where you're going. You got to understand, when I talk about being blood born, this is for everybody who literally now understands that you don't go to the church to be in church, but that you are the church. The church is in you. Christ is in you. Christ is the church. The Bible says in my ordination questionnaire, they said, how many doors are there to the church? And the answer is one. That's by way of Jesus Christ. If anybody come any other way, the Bible says they're a thief and a robber. Amen. Those wolves in sheep clothing that, that give you great soliloquies and come in with grandiose words and they come in and they build up kingdoms on this life, in this life. You need to watch them. Now, I know God. God can give as much as he don't desire. But you got to understand something. Church is not about wealth and prosperity of building up compounds and kingdom work down here, even though we convince you all to sow into the kingdom work of God. Let me just digress for a second and let you know the kingdom work of God is preaching this free gospel. The kingdom work of God is letting people know that I know somebody who can save you, who can deliver you, who can set you free. If you don't know him, you ought to get to know him because one day your soul shall be required. I don't know the answer, but I do know this, that it behooves you to get to know his name. Amen. So this Sunday's podcast is titled Blood 
born. Now, as I read in verse 17, as I looked at it, he says, and ye, and if ye call on the father, capital F, who without respect of persons judges according to every man's word. Don't get it twisted. Quit trying to point your finger at other people and look at the three fingers pointing back at you. God's going to look at your life. God's going to look at what you've done. God's going to look at what you've sown. God's going to look at who you've loved. God's going to look at who you tried to beguile and lie to. God's going to look at everything that you have done. Amen. And if you are a Christian, you've been washed by what? The blood of Jesus. And I'll get there in just a minute. So in that understanding, he says, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. Here's what God gave me real quick. Your spiritual life, your spiritual life as a sojourner, a traveler in this life. See, once you've been born again, you have to accept in your spiritual mind that this is not your permanent home. You've got to believe that you're destined to go be with who? The Lord. If you are a Bible believer and believe that Jesus Christ, who spent 33 years in the earth over 2,000 years ago, now is seated at the right hand of God, interceding for every one of us that claims God through Jesus and the Holy Spirit as our Lord and our Savior, he's advocating for you. If you believe that, I'm talking to you. If you don't believe that, I'm not talking to you and you're not going to understand it. So here's what he said to me. There's a few things he gave me this morning. And out of verse 18, this is what he said. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, which is representative of money, power, title, and all that stuff, from your vain conversation received by the tradition of your fathers. I'm going to break this down, try to slowly real quick here. Here's the first thing he gave me. Don't be, and listen to me closely, don't be a total follower of the world, the traditions of men. Now, I'm not saying, don't get it twisted, that all traditions are bad. I'm not saying that. You've got to be careful as to what traditions that you practice. What I'm saying is, don't you give up the truth of God to follow everybody in the world and you wonder where your soul shall reside. Does that make sense? Amen. You've got to think about what I'm saying. Do not Follow after every tradition of man because it will disconnect you from the spiritual truth of God is what I'm telling you. You have to allow the things of God. The old folks would says, don't you follow after old wives' tales. Old wives' tales are half-truths. And I've told everybody through the years, half-truths are nothing more than whole lies. There's no such thing as a half-truth. There's a truth and there's a lie. You've got to know who you're following. You've heard me say it out according to Joshua chapter 24. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Capital L. There are lords in other countries that go by title. Amen. You've got to know who is your Lord. Capital L. Just as the scripture reference, Father, capital F. In the English grammar, the capitalization of lettering means representative of a hierarchy. Uh, Entity, Father, capital F, we're talking about Father, Reigner, Ruler, Supreme of everything. If you believe that God is the creator of everything, this Bible's talking to you. Now, in that regard, so what? Do not be a total follower of the world or the traditions of man. Do what, Tony? Follow Christ. 
Now, let me drop this as well while I'm coming by your street. To follow Christ doesn't mean that you're going to be one of those perfect saints that's going to cross every T and dot every I. That's not what we talk about. If the preacher were to tell you the truth, we're going to all sin and come short of the glory of God. That's why we live under the dispensation of grace and mercy. That grace and mercy, because God knew when he created you that you are a human, you are susceptible to falling, you're susceptible to sinning, you're susceptible to, to not crossing T's and dotting I's, but that's why I'm going there. That's why you're bloodborne, and I'll get there in just a minute. You got to keep that in the back of your spiritual mind that when you strive to live every day, I've said it this way and I'll say it again, when you wake up, and your eyes hit the ceiling and your feet hit the floor, you must remind yourself who you are and whose you are. Before you get out, if you're not a permanent teleworker at the current moment and you have to interact with the public, you've got to remember when you grace out your house and prayerfully, child of God, you live in a house of peace. Prayerfully, child of God, you live in a place where you ain't got a bunch of drama and a bunch of chaos. I pray that you literally lay down on a pillow of peace, a cushion of comfort, under sheets of satisfaction, so that you can be rejuvenated to deal with the hell raisers of today. Amen. You follow Christ. That's the first thing. Here's the second thing, just as a caveat and a point. You were bought with a price. And let me read on and I'll share this. But with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Jesus Christ over 2000 years ago on Golgotha, the place of the skull that the scripture talked about, he gave up the ghost. When he said, Eli, Eli, lama sabatani, father, why has thou forsaken me? That's the only time in scripture where God turned his back because Jesus had to bear all of the sins, past, present, and future for everybody that will believe in who he is. Amen. That's the only time he had to do that. Now, in that regard, that was a part of God's ordained mission for the sacrificial lamb of Jesus Christ. That's the only time. You got to understand, he paid a price for you. See, we were in a public venue, you were then, we call it communion. In that regard, those times when he died on the Wednesday, you got to remember the Sabbath was on Saturday under the Jewish calendar. When he died on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, rose on Saturday, which is now, hello, Holy Ghost. Sunday is the first day of the week. We celebrate it in the Western culture, but he rose on the third day. What did he do? For the time he was there, the scriptures teach that he went down into the depths of the abyss to retrieve the keys from death, hell, and the grave so that you, if you are a born-again believer, when your body returns to dust and your soul's got to go somewhere, you will rest, rule, and abide with Jesus Christ. See, a lot of modern-day preachers and a lot of modern-day churches call that uh, fire and brimstone preaching. But let me drop something in your spirit. We still need to know that you must be born again. You can be as rich as anybody, rich as the Trumpisms of the day. You can be rich as the Elon Musk. But the Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and yet lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You're going to follow after men so somebody can know your name? 
You're going to fall out to men because they can give you praise and accolade, but yet you've got a dirty heart? Or you're going to be one of those fakers that I call in happy hour in church. Everybody happy doing happy hour in church. What am I telling you? Oh, baby, I'm blessed and highly favored, but yet you're the biggest hell raiser in the church. You're the biggest one that's causing mess. I call them kings and queens of the water cooler. Are you one of those people? I've told y'all it's amazing to me that people could be remotely working and still cause drama in the midst of a job when you're not even all together under one roof. But yet that that inside of you, you can't live in peace. I've said it this way and I'll move on. It, it surprises me that if God were to give you one week of tranquility and peace and solitude, what would you do? Most folk would call somebody because they can't stand the quiet. Somebody would do something to just stir up a little something because that's the normal of what we're used to. God sometimes has to snatch you out of society to get you away from the rat race, to get you there so that he can give you a spiritual what? Blood transfusion. And in that spiritual blood transfusion, God knew every depleted nutrient that you have in your mind, in your body, in your heart, and in your soul. And God is the only one that has the way of getting you out of society to get you here so that he can make you prepared for the rest of your journey. Oh, I wish I was helping somebody along the way. Let's get ready to wrap up this morning. That blood that Jesus shed is so awesome. So I hope that you reap something out of today's podcast. Here's what he says as I move on through 19 through 23, and we'll close the podcast this morning. He says it this way, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish or without spot. Listen what the Amplified Version says in verse 19. But you were purchased with the precious blood of Christ, the Messiah, like that of a sacrificial lamb without blemish or spot. In the Jewish custom, when they did sacrifices, they get the youngest yielding, the youngest lamb, the youngest calf, and they go to sacrifice that because in their youth, that's when they're the most pure. So that's what you want to sacrifice. They don't sacrifice an old goat. They don't sacrifice an old cow. They sacrifice the youngest because you come to Christ as a child, as innocent and as pure. And you believe God at his word. Your children believe you when you talk to them from your youth. That's why you've got to teach a child not to lie. You've got to teach a child not to steal. You've got to teach a child to say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, sir. No, ma'am. You've got to teach a child to respect their elder. You've got to teach a child to to respect authority. Amen. That's the symbolism of coming without splot or without wrinkle. So you were purchased with the sacrificial blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. And the last point for the day, and we'll prepare to close. He says, and that was verse 19, verses 20 through 23. Who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in, the, in these last times for you? Who by him do ye believe in God that raised him up from the dead, that gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God? See, when Jesus rose, the Bible says he rose with all power. 
And when he rose with all power in the right hand is symbolism. The right hand represents power. That's why we hold it up like we do. But when you raise up that power, you're not raising it up to cause a racial war. You should be raising it up to cause the bloodstained banner of Jesus Christ to let people know that there is a God who loves you in spite of with your nasty self. When you raise it up, you ought to raise up the bloodstained banner to let somebody know that I know somebody who can pick you up out your situation. When you hold up the bloodstained banner for every one of your representatives and your ancestors that went on to die in the Lord, you ought to carry on the bloodstained banner. For whenever you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if it was from your youth, was in BTU or was in Sunday school or wherever you was at, if you was in mass or wherever you at, if you was in your confessional, if you was in the communion, wherever you were, if you said, I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I want to learn to walk with you, God. I want to learn your voice. I want to get to know you. God, I come to you as humbly as I can. I know that I'm broken. I'm bruised and I'm battered. I know, dear God, I've got deficiencies. I know that I'm messed up in my mind sometimes. I know that I don't cross every T or dot every I, though the world will judge me, God. I thank you, master, for not judging me, even though I'm not worthy and I'm going, I'm not even going to get everything my sins deserve, but yet you still feed me when I'm hungry. You still clothe me when I'm naked. You give me water when I'm thirsty. You give me a roof over my head. You even give me a modern day car to drive. You also give me enough money to put gas in my car that I'm not stranded on side of the road. You give me wisdom and knowledge. Oh God, if I could just think back over my life, as the old saints would say, if I had 10,000 times, I can't thank you enough. From the time you was able to understand, if it had not been for the Lord, where would you be? If I'm talking to anybody that believes that God done bless you in spite of what the world's tried to do to you, you are say, man, take a slight pause. You think about what God is saying. I close this morning by saying this. Oh my God, this is what he said. He says, who by him do believe in God that raised him from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit unto unfeigned love in the brother and see that you love one another. When you realize I'm going to love you in spite of what you tried to do to me. I knew you tried to throw me under the bus. I knew you harbored a fugitive, but yet I still love you in spite of. No matter what you said behind closed doors, what you say in the dark, baby, shall and will come to the light. But guess what? Because of the love of God in me, I'm not going to hate on you. I might not hang out with you as much as I used to, but I'm going to love you in spite of. I'm still going to pray for you. I'm still going to make God bless you. I'm still going to lay your name on the altar. I'm going to still say, God, no matter what the world has done to me, Father, as you tried to hurt me, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Father, I'm says that Jesus plus one is the majority. What am I trying to tell you? If you know that you walk with God, you're more than a conqueror. If you know that God is the one, as the old Dr. Watts says, would say, he picked me up out of the muck and the miry. He placed my feet on solid ground. If I've got any Bible readers in here this morning that's listening to this podcast, you're going to realize if you didn't grow up in church, but yet somebody introduced you to Jesus.
and you took it upon yourself and you look back at yourself in the personal mirror and say, you know what? I need to get a grip. I need to get a way change. I need to make a decision. I'm tired of living like I'm living. I'm tired of being broke, busted, and can't be trusted. I'm tired of always being miserable. I'm tired of hearing my name called in a negative light. I'm tired. And the Bible said, when you tired of just being tired, you tell God, I come on to you, God. I'm burdened and I'm heavy laden. I give up, God. I can't take it no more. I don't want to die and go to hell. I'm looking, God. I need some help. I need some salvation. I need some deliverance. I need some joy. I need some peace. I need some longevity. If I'm talking to anybody this morning, I close this morning. Here's what I want to tell you. Let me close in the scriptures and we'll bring it done. He says in this, sin, you have purified your souls, obeying the truth, walking through the spirit of unfeigned love of their brethren. See that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently, continuously. Last verse in closing, being born again, one of the very times you hear being born again in the Bible, he says, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Tony, what are you trying to tell me? He says, if I claim to be born again, if I claim to have been blood washed, as the old uh, church of God in Christ say, I've been Holy Ghost filled and water baptized. This is what I'm trying to tell you. The third and final thing, this first thing is this, don't be a total follower of the world, follow Christ. You're bought with the price in the last and final point that God gave me. Baby, Sisters, brothers, ladies, and gentlemen, walk in your blood-given right. What do you mean, preacher? You walk in your blood-given right. He just told you he was a sacrificial lamb. He gave up the ghost so that you can walk in this life with power. Haven't I told you that life and death resides in the power of the tongue? It's not what you think. It's what you say. When you say it, you've got to believe it. If you say it negative, you believe it negative, it's not going to happen positive. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. What I'm telling you, when you walk in your blood-giving right, this is what I close with this morning. When you walk, Tanya, in your blood-giving right, you got to tell yourself, I'm more than a conqueror. When you walk in your blood-giving right, you can say, I'm going to be on top and not on the bottom. For the Bible says that the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Though the world make you last because you ain't got a title. Though the world make you last because you don't know who they are. You don't sit at the round table with them. Though the world will make you last because you don't run with them. Hello, Holy Ghost. God says, don't worry about them, baby. What I've got for you is for you. When I've ordained it, no man can take it from you. When I give it to you, can't no man take it from you. When I give it, I give it without repentance. I'm not going to be an Indian giver like your best friend, though they were. They're not your best friend. When they give it out of jealousy, they're not your friend. When God gives a gift, he gives it our repentance. God give you a gift that you can walk in your power. I close this morning by saying you speak power. You speak authority. You do what? You walk in the riches of his glory. What am I telling you? Let the little light shine, baby. When you walk out in society, don't you walk down with your head low. Don't you walk like you don't know God. Ain't nothing worse than seeing people who go to church every Sunday. They in 
Bible study every week. But when you catch them and ain't nobody looking, they look like they dead, dry, and disconnected. Ain't nothing worse when you say you serve a God on a cattle of a thousand hill. But that's when somebody's talking to you. But when you by yourself, do you know and walk that God is your God? Do you walk with that kind of joy? Do you walk with that kind of power? Do you walk around your property knowing that if it had not been for God, where would you be when you walk out and raise your three or four car garage door? Do you give God the glory when you walk in your kitchen and open the cabinets? Do you give God the glory when you walk outside and look back at your address? Do you give God the glory when you walk into your church with royal purple tapestries? Do you give God the glory? I'm trying to tell somebody you've been blood born. You've been blood washed. You've been blood baptized. Give it to God. Let the world know you're saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost of God. When you do that, oh my God, you don't need nobody to pump you up. You don't need no choir to get you on fire. Old preacher said, he said it this way, God don't what need no matches. He's fire all by himself. When you walk with God, that fire in you is a passion that'll bring tears to your eyes when you feel like you hurt somebody and you know I'm trying to help you, not hurt you. Walk in your blood given right. May God bless you. May this podcast hopefully help you. And I hope that God shine his light on you and that you wash in the blood of Jesus Christ. Let's go out this Sunday with a prayer and a little church music this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity. Help somebody along the way. As the songwriter takes us back in some of the old way, bless somebody by the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name, until the next podcast, this is Tony and Triple C signing off. In Jesus' name, be blessed.